whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 12, episodes 23 and 24, Doll Parts. And Kelsey, will you please read us the episode summary? Sure. Maya feels unappreciated by her boyfriend and her band, so Tori gives her a pageant-style makeover. I kind of forgot a lot about this episode because I watched it on Monday. (laughs) Yep, me too. Um, but now I'm, uh, all the bullshit's just coming back to me. <laughs> um, but the episode is called Doll Parts, which is a 1994 song by Hole. Um, and I think it definitely fits. Like, Maya's trying to be, like, pageant perfect, like a Barbie doll girl. I don't know. Sure. Sure. I think it works. Yeah. Um... Good as Although anything. the song is a little bit more ironic yes. than, <laughs> than Maya's trajectory. Um, but the episode starts with Maya singing a really passive-aggressive guitar girl song about Cam like not sharing his feelings with her, yep. basically. Pretty much. Um, Cam is not paying attention. He's not paying attention. Oh, yeah. They're like in her room. They're studying. And he's like stressing out about homework. And Maya's like, why won't you pay attention to me? Like, why don't you want me? We've only kissed six times. And then he, like, kisses her and he's like, now it's seven. And, like, goes back to, like, his homework. And it's awkward. And then she takes off her shirt and is wearing a blue sports bra. And he's like, what are you doing? And it's all weird and awkward. It's just the most awkward. Also, so I feel like with Cam, with the whole not wanting to sleep with her or whatever like not i i've not being present not being present <laughs> in the relationship but, but also like just just like the you know the, the like lack of like libido basically like yeah. it's it's such like a a cliche that it, and it's like people are under the impression that like teenage boys are supposed to always want to you know right but like especially i i mean i feel like we've established that cam definitely has clinical depression yes and that is a huge side effect of clinical depression like that's a you know if if you're not a sexual person then you know that's like that's fine that's what you're about but also like a big part of being clinically depressed is lack of libido so i feel like it's a pretty good indication Mm mm-hmm or maybe he just doesn't want to hook up with her. But the fact that he's, like, very clearly depressed, I feel like, I feel stems like from that. I feel like that is adding to this situation. Um, do we want to do more fashion police? Yeah. Aside from blue sports bra? Yeah. Um, Love and Tori's pageant look. She's wearing a tiara. Marisol's hair is still bad. Also, did Adam get a haircut? Maybe? Probably? Probably. Um, I like Maya's first pageant dress that she wears. I like Maya's plaid skirt she wears at some point. Katie's wearing a really bad, like, paint splattery shirt at some point, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Maya has a sparkly dress that I enjoy, as well as a fun hairpiece. Mo is at one point wearing a very Affliction-esque shirt that says Destruction on it. Ugh, remember Affliction? Yeah, it was not good. It was not good. <laughs> and... I've decided that Katie's hair only looks good when it's down. 
Yes. And it looks horrible when she's wearing a ponytail. Yes. Um, and that's all that I have. Me too. But, yes, then we're at school, and I'm reminded that Zig exists as a human. I always forget. And Tori comes in, like, wearing a tiara and is like, I'm going to be competing in the Miss Millennial Canada pageant. And apparently. Which is a title. Yes, it is. So we learn that Tori does pageants, which should not come as a surprise. No, that makes a lot of sense. And Did you know anyone who did pageants? I knew a girl who did pageants. No, I didn't know anybody who did that. I I don't think she did them into high school, but she did, like, children's and like middle school pageants like a lot of like junior i like don't know if that was a thing where i like in my town and if it was i didn't know anybody associated with that world like i don't ever like the most i ever heard about pageants was like from toddlers and tiaras and like i don't i if it happened i'm sure i'm like i'm sure it existed in my area but i was never exposed to that world at all yeah it was not really a thing but she did them and i remember i used to get like brochures sometimes and yeah. she was always like one of the like like on this the miss is- america track yeah she was like it was always like and i'm not gonna say her full name and this girl junior miss whatever yeah. and she'd just be there like smiley and blonde actually i mean now that i'm thinking about it i feel like i had a friend in high school who did them, but they were, like, they weren't, like, the beauty pageants. They were, like, the ones where you got scholarships, and it was more, it was about, it wasn't really about the fashion-y whatever the fuck. It was more about, like, like, all your accomplishment type pageants. But I, actually, I feel like I did have a friend in high school who did them, but she didn't talk about it, because it was just, like, she was one of those people in high school where she did everything and everything she did was just like this is going on my college application and I'm doing everything because of it like she did so much she did and it was just like another like we'll just add this into it we're doing this whatever pageant because I have like it's just like another thing to put on here I feel like I had a friend who actually did that now that That I'm thinking about it pageants are weird yeah um but then uh, Tori decides she wants to give Maya a pageant makeover because she's feeling insecure about Cam. And Maya's like, I don't think Cam would like that. Like, Cam is not superficial like that. And Tori says, all guys are superficial like that. And Which is not true. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, I, I feel like everyone is a little superficial to an extent. Yeah. For sure. But also, like, not not all guys like that kind of... Like a of. pageant look specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like Tori equates being in a pageant with being a pretty person. And there are lots of different ways that people can be pretty. And the pageant is a very specific look. Yeah. Like, um, I, can't, I can't, like... Every guy that I've dated in my life, like, I can't imagine any of them being attracted to someone who dresses like they're about to be in a beauty pageant. No. No. Yeah. I feel like it's, uh, um, yeah, no. it's not universal. Definitely not. And then we're with Mo and Marisol and Kate, wait, is it Katie and Jake? Yeah. And then they're like, we're going on a couple's vacay to Puerto Vallarta. And I'm like, that sounds awful. Yes, it does. Also, what high school students go on couples vacations? Without parents. Who, like, who... Who are letting them go as long as I get travel insurance. (laughs) Which... That makes no sense. No sense. Also, Katie has a drug 
problem. Like, her parents should be, like, like cracking down. Way cracking yeah. down. I had my own, like, youth struggles. <laughs> my, if you talk to my mother, like, she makes jokes about it now. My parents both do. But, like, if you talked to my mother in high school, I, my curfew was extremely strict because I got into so much trouble so young. Until I left for college, my curfew was, like, at the latest 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. If I was not in the door by 11 p.m., I was grounded for weeks. If I did not call every hour on the hour, she would come find me. Oh, my God. I mean, like, for real. I mean, I still did a whole bunch of garbage nonsense. <laughs> like, you, can't, you just worked around the rules. You can't hold this girl down. But, <laughs> like, but I worked around the goddamn rules. Like, the fact that Katie, like, went to rehab and had all these things. And they're like, she could go on a couple's vacation with her boyfriend and her friend and her boyfriend alone. Yeah. Sure. Where Mexico and they don't care if you drink if you're under 18. Yeah, totally. Yeah, if I had even run this past my mother, she would have laughed herself into an early grade. No one's going to let, like, high schoolers do that. No. Even Even if they're, like, the most well-behaved people ever. Even well-behaved. Exactly. Like, your parents wouldn't have let you do that. And you would never have gotten into any trouble. To Mexico? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. Oh, my God. Also, that's Mexico from Canada. That's some serious international travel. Seriously. Yeah, no. No. Anyway. um, Insane. If the parents care enough that they are telling their children that they need to get travel insurance, there's no way they wouldn't at least be freaking out about them being in a foreign country where, like, drug cartels are a very real threat to people. Like, no. Alone. No. Alone. Alone. They're like couples. No. Like, it's like sex is implied. Yeah. Drinking is implied. Yeah. Drugs are implied. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do? It's like on the OC where they're like, we're going to TJ NBD. Thanks, mom and dad. But at least with the OC, the OC was like so out of reality. And That's these true. kids were so privileged and, and, and did whatever they want. did lie and say they went to Comic-Con. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But like Marissa and Summer were so spoiled and privileged yeah. that we, they would have gotten whatever they wanted. And it was so like out of real possibility yeah Yeah. that that i was like honestly i buy this this is insane nope it's stupid it doesn't make sense um but mo is like acting weird and like seems like out of it and he like is avoiding filling out the health forms well no because jake or katie is like i'll fill out your forms jake no worries and marisol's like oh mo i can fill out your forms he's like no i can do it and then he leaves and she's like why won't he let me fill out his health forms and i'm like that it's not a weird thing. No. It's weird that Katie's filling out Jake's health forms. I'm like, what the I fuck? High school girlfriend knows all of their boyfriend's like medical issues. No, that's enough insane. that they can fill that's out a weird. form by themselves. That's like barely even adult stuff. That's super weird. Like, like, I have, full disclosure, filled out tax forms for another person before. But they were also with that's me. That's different. It's different because I just knew how. But they were also with me to, like, give me, like, social security numbers and shit. Why would Katie yeah, know Yeah, why would Katie this? know Jake's social? I mean, maybe it's different in Canada. I don't really know how that works. But still, so, I don't fucking know. Insane. Oh, my God. Anyway, Marisol's like, why doesn't he trust me to fill out his medical forms? I'm like... That's not a weird... It's not a weird... It's like, let him do his own shit. He doesn't need you to baby him. It's weird that she's upset about it. It's weird weird that she's upset about it. It's so weird. 
Um, but then we're with Dallas, who's helping Adam weight train uh, because Adam wants to play volleyball. And he also wants to start taking testosterone, which, we, which we've known about which for a known. long time. And his mom is still like, I don't know about that. Um, but then we're with Maya and she's singing that song again. And it's bad. Can we talk about how bad that song is? It's bad, but I feel like it's the best whisper hug song we've heard. That is correct. <laughs> um, that is correct. Like, I don't, like, I can listen to it, like, the three times she sings it in this episode and be like, fine, whatever. I don't want to kill myself. Yeah. Which is not something I've ever been able to say about a whisper hug song until today. That's true. And Mo was like, it's great, but like, we're going to have Imogen sing it because she's sexy and you're not, in it, basically. Which is rude. He's like, well, you look like you're 10. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's very rude. It's, it's very Maya, rude. It's Maya's song. Yeah. Like, let her fucking sing it. Also, I feel like six months ago, Mo would not have been calling Imogen sexy. No. And also, apparently, they have a battle of the bands coming up because literally... That's all that happens on the show <laughs> with bands. They must be in a battle of the bands. How frequent are battle of the bands? I though? not very because most of my friends in high school were in bands. Actually, most of my friends like now that I'm still in touch with from home are in bands or like at least related to the music industry in some way. I've never been to a battle of the bands. Like, is that a real thing or is that just something that TV shows and movies make up to, like, create some kind of competition aspect to the music world that isn't already just trying to make it in the music industry. I think that's it. And also, I just, I mean, I'm sure, like I'm sure they exist. I'm sure they exist. Battle of Bands, whatever. But in my experience as, like, someone who knows a lot of people who have been in bands and high school bands and whatever, that has never been a thing in my life. Also, like... I feel like I would never want to go to a battle of the bands. No, that sounds horrible. <laughs> like just a lot of like bands I've never heard of trying to be the best band that I don't give a shit about. No, <laughs> no. I barely liked going to my friend's shows as is because I had to listen to their bad also, bands and then also everyone else's bad high school band. Is there a lot of like regional competition between like bands in the same area not that i like know do of. people care about that kind of thing no there was a lot of infighting yeah that's, that's about what it. i would yeah that's about it like i i don't know i feel like battle of the bands is fake news i but. agree <laughs> battle of the bands fake, fake news. news um or at least like it being an important staple of like being in a high school band i have no idea Anyway, then we're with Marisol and Katie. Marisol is still fixating on the forms, and it's annoying. And Katie has the correct reaction, which is like, why do you care? Why do you give a shit about this? Like, maybe he has, like, a specific medical need he, like, needs to do on his own. Maybe he's embarrassed. Maybe he doesn't want you to know his medical information, which is a fair request. Yeah. He doesn't have to share that information if he doesn't want to. Also, I feel like I must reiterate, this is a high school relationship. It's so stupid. Stop trying to make it so serious. This is a high school relationship. Yeah. Um. But then we're with like Tori and Tristan Maya and they're still calling Cam cheesy which I kind of like and Maya got made over by Tori and Tristan and her hair is really big and they're like in the bathroom and it's like it's a pageant makeover fun 
I don't really remember what else happens in the scene. I think that's about I don't even think I have any notes on that at all. Because my next note is about Adam trying out for yeah volleyball. Adam tries out for volleyball without assigned permission for him because he doesn't want his mom to know. Mm-hmm. And also Connor's trying out for volleyball. Yeah. Anytime also, I get to hang out with Connor, I'm a happy also, person. Also, I'm just like, where is your dad slash stepdad? Yeah. Why can't he assign shit? Yeah. Why haven't we seen him since the episode where, like, you burned your clothes cathartically with your mom and Drew and the dad figure person? I don't know. I feel like Audra is such a force. True. That no one can hold a candle to her. True. They almost moved away because the dad got a job. That was, I think, maybe the last time we heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Maybe he could not keep up with her big dick energy. <laughs> Probably not. Um, but then we're with Cam and Maya, and Maya's like, look at my makeover. And Cam is like, why? I don't get it. You don't like this stuff. And she's like, you don't like how I look? And she's, he's like, I mean, do you like how you look? I'm very confused right now. And she gets mad at him for, like, not, like, falling over himself because she's dressed like a pageant girl it's very weird it is strange i am on both of their sides yeah because he's not being tactful he's being horrible yeah and like and you know i like i dated like a clinically depressed person for a very long time and it's you know you have to be so patient and it's so frustrating and i can't imagine doing it when you're 15 or 14 and you don't even know that that's what's happening yeah. you just think that person is rejecting you yeah because it's like it's hard enough when you know what's going on because you still feel like that person is rejecting you but it's even worse when you're like so young that you don't understand that like it's not your fault yeah but also she just like fully changed herself and cam is so confused it's like when she was like pushing so hard and he was like what are you doing why yeah. do you care about hockey stop yeah it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like Maya feeling insecure and also doing like the wrong reaction shit again. Like yeah. trying to change herself to like fix a problem that's not her fault. Yeah. And Cam is clinically depressed and can't accurately uh, communicate his feelings. No, because <laughs> he doesn't even know. He, yeah. Um, it's, it's frustrating to watch, and I just feel sad for both of them. Yeah. But, but then, Maya is bugging. But then Zig is being weirdly flirty and, like, teasing her and saying, like, you should do the pageant, which is weird. And I'm confused by that. Yeah. Um, and is this Maya? This is when she's crying and he comes in on her, right? I think so. Because he says, I'm digging the raccoon look. Robbing a bank later? Yeah. (laughs) But he's like, he's being very sweet. He's being very sweet. I'm going to hate him in about 12 minutes. But he's being very sweet and like a really just good friend. And it's like very kind. And in this moment, I'm like, oh, Zig. But it is verging on crossing a line. I got that vibe immediately. (laughs) I was worried, but I just wanted... I just wanted to hope for the best. Yeah. Because I'm like platonic male-female friendships can exist. Yes. But they do have history. Barely. (laughs) Kind of. Barely. They have one afternoon of history. (laughs) Hey, that's a lot in freshman year of high school. That's true. (laughs) Um, But then Marisol is like fishing for information for Mo. And he's like, what? What are you talking? I don't. What? He's like confused and distracted. Is this when they're. I can't remember if this is when they're at the dot or not. 
Yeah, this is when they're at the dot, but it's like a really short scene because he's yeah. just being like spacey. Yeah. Um, and then we're back with Adam and his mom and she's crying about Drew. So he doesn't want to ask about volleyball. volleyball so, and instead he like comforts her. And it's it's a very sweet moment. But I'm also, also like, Adam, it's volleyball. Just ask. Yeah. Also, it's the first time I, he finds out about the dumbass engagement, apparently. Yeah. Oh, it's like, even damn. Started. Oh, my God. And then we're at the pageant. Yeah. And Tori is like being like a little too realistic rather than supportive with Maya. And is like, I like it's taken me forever to even place at one of these. Like you just have fun. And it's like, "Mm, that's not a nice thing to say. No, (laughs) she's like, but she the thing with Tori is I love her and I love that she's so honest and she does truly mean well. Yeah. She's never she's never like mean on purpose it's always just that she's like she's a little bit of a space cadet and she's insensitive Mm -hmm. but it's like i think it's just like a it's just like word vomit she doesn't know how to filter herself no and she's like she's kind of self-centered so i feel like yes she thinks she's being nice but she has like trouble looking at things from like an empathetic point of view where she doesn't realize that her words can hurt people totally but she like she does like she loves her friends yeah like she was once like she told maya to do this because she thought it would be fun and she thought it would make her friend feel better because it makes her feel better when she does these things yeah but it's also like take a step outside of yourself like maybe recognize that everything you like isn't everything that everybody else like. it's like it's like very well-meaning but also not very self-aware yeah i think it's just a combination of like the like naivete that comes from being that young yeah and also just being like a very pretty kind of self-centered person who yeah hasn't really like had like so like i feel like people that are like just classically that beautiful have never had to think about other people before no it's one of those things where it's like oh like even if or you're, how other people think of them because they already are like well i'm pretty it's fine like yeah. no one thinks weird no one thinks badly of me yeah because everyone tells them that so yeah. it's like it's almost like an entitlement thing and it's like oh you're it doesn't matter how nice you are yeah you, like, just don't understand how to do this yeah um, but then we are with, uh, then we're back at the dot and, Mar- and like Mo like went in to the dot cause he was feeling all weird. And then Marisol snoops in his bag and finds a needle and I'm like, oh, he's diabetic. Yeah. And dumb. then, but I think I even earlier I was like, he's probably like diabetic. Yeah. I think I like immediately I was like, oh, he's diabetic. Yeah. I knew. And then I wrote, I knew he was diabetic, but Marisol is dumb and thinks he's on drugs. And... Because she freaks out when she finds, like, a needly syringe thing in his bag. And then we're with Maya at the pageant, and she fell down on stage. But then she's saving it and being really charming. She's charming as hell. Yeah. And then we're with Dallas training Adam again, and Dallas is convincing him to forge his, his mom's signature on the volleyball form. Yeah. And he says, volleyball's not even a real sport. <laughs> it's not, like, high contact. Yeah. Um... And then we're with Tori. And then we're back at the pageant. And we see that Tori made it to the next round. And then Maya made it to the next round. And it's very exciting for both of them. And Tori is definitely jealous because this is not a thing that she was expecting. Yeah. Like, you can see it right away. Yeah. She's like, oh, wait, this is not how I wanted this to go. <laughs> Pretty much. This is not what my plan was. Um and, and then and Zig is being very sweet. I write, Zig is sweet, but this is danger zone. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Zig and 
Maya are so flirty. They're so flirty. Yeah, because in the scene where they were like friends and he was sweet, it was like border, but not yeah. yet. And this now is it's like very you flirty. can do it. Like you look great. Like and stuff sh- like and that. Sh- shit. Like I wish I had a boyfriend like you. Too bad you're taken. Yeah, that is a stuff danger. Like, that's dangerous. And like later, I think she's talking to Tori and like, I wish I like had a boyfriend like Zig. And Tori's like, he's taken. She's like, I know. That's why I said like Zig. I'm like, no, that's still no. It's still bad. Not great. It's still bad. If someone said that to me, I would be immediately on high alert. (laughs) Um, And then we're with fucking Marisol. Oh, wait. Is this? Oh, no. My notes are crazy. I just wrote. She breaks up with Cam over the phone later, right? Uh, yes. I wrote, Marisol is such an idiot. And then, listen to reason, you dummy. I think she's, like, venting to Katie. She's like, I found a needle. And Katie's like, um, are you sure? I'm Like, Mo does not seem like a guy who does drugs. And she's like, he was acting all weird. And then he went inside. And he came back with a cookie. And he was, like, all, like, amped up. And I think he, like, got high in the bathroom. I'm like, his blood sugar was low and he ate a cookie and now he's fine. Are you the dumbest person in the world? She is the dumbest person in the world. But also when Katie is like, he doesn't seem like the type. Marisol's like, neither were you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, my God. Let's throw that back in her face. Oh, my God. And then and then we're at the part where Maya's like, I want a guy like Zig to treat me like a queen, like he treats you like a queen. And then she breaks up with Cam over the phone. And that's the end of part one. It's like, um, okay. Making some rash decisions here. Yep. Um, but then, oh God, then the song again. She's like, Maya's practicing the song again. And she's like, I'm going to do it at the pageant. And Tori is intimidated by Maya's song. She's like, oh, I thought you were going to play the cello. Um, and then she uh, kind of oh, Tristan, starts... Tristan says, watch out Taylor Swift. <laughs> right. I love him. And then Tori kind of starts like, taking her down a little bit because she's definitely insecure and is afraid that Maya's going to be there. Oh, yeah. She says, you're not the right pretty. Yeah. Awful. You're just not the right pretty. Yeah, because Maya's like, what, you don't think I'm pretty enough for, like, to win this pageant? Like, she's like, I want to try to win. Like, but you don't think I'm pretty enough? And Tori's like, you're not the right pretty. And it's really not nice at all. Nope. And... Then we're with Katie. Which also is bullshit because she's beautiful. Exactly. Uh, it's stupid. It's. I mean, it's just all Tori's insecurities being like, I'm taking you down so I can, because I feel bad about myself and I can't have you feeling better about yourself because I, I don't know, because I'm insecure. It's definitely insecurity. And then Katie is trying to be supportive and is talking some sense into Maya and is like, Tori's jealous. Like, that's why she talked to you like that. Um, I'll help you get ready and do all the pageant stuff. Yeah. And then Maya's like, I'm going to ask Zig to help me with my talent. And Katie's like, um, I don't think that's a good idea. And Maya's like, it'll be fine. (laughs) I just like, does she, I, I feel like Maya doesn't realize she knows what she's doing, but subconsciously she she knows what she's she's doing. doing. Because I think she says, like, and if it makes Tori mad, that's just a bonus. Does she say something like that? I don't remember. I I didn't write it down. Neither did I. And then, and then oh my Marisol god! Oh my Mo. god! She's like, "This is an intervention. You were on drugs." And Mo is like, "Yes, I'm on drugs." And he drugs gives the bomb. And then gives, she gives him a pamphlet, and Mo is pissed. And then yeah, he says that, and is like, "Bye as fuck." Yeah. Also, drugs are the bomb. Made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone who's actually done drugs says drugs are the bomb. <laughs> 
is super true. Um, and then we're with Connor and Adam, and we find out that they both made the volleyball team. That's very exciting. Yay! And then so hopefully we'll see more of Connor. But then Adam gets immediately decked in the face, and I'm pretty sure his nose is broken. Yeah. And he's like, "I don't need help. I'm fine. Don't call my parents." And it's not great. Nope. And then ew. Then we're with Zig, and I think he calls Maya sexy. And yeah, I was like, this is going to be trouble. Way too flirty. They're way too flirty. While they're like, prac. he's like, I'll help you with your song for the pageant. Sure. And then we're. Marisol oversteps like a motherfucker. Then we're with Marisol, who's telling Jake not to give Mo any money because he's on drugs. And Jake is like, what? 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 Are you kidding me? And then he's like, huh, no, he's not on drugs. And he's like, he's diabetic. And he's like, he's diabetic, you, you goddamn idiot. And then Marisol's like, that's even worse. And he's like, worse than being on crack? And Marisol's like, no, because he doesn't trust me enough to tell me that sort of thing. Shut and up. I'm like, okay, you fucking dramatic ass. Personal. Let it go. He doesn't have to tell you if you're diabetic. If no. he doesn't want to. No. Like, she's like, what if something happened? Which, like, is fair, yeah. but odds are he has, like, a medical alert bracelet or something. Well, I, do, he, I don't think he did because she got him one at the end, right? Oh, right. I forgot about like, that. Like, I understand being, like, concerned about that, but th- how angry she is yeah. and, like, betrayed she feels by this is too much. Yeah. She should be like, wait, I, she should feel, like, a little hurt maybe I would, I would feel hurt if i was dating someone for a while and yeah they were like by the way medical issue i've been like oh you oh why didn't you me. tell me you should have told me like i That's feel crazy like but i should know if you go into a diabetic coma what to do you should at least wear a bracelet she over would, she's just way too overreacting yeah, i i wouldn't be like screaming at them about and like it. breaking up with him over it and angry i'd just be like hey uh, it hurt my feelings a little that you yeah. didn't tell me, but also like just for safety, and yeah. like although it would probably make me like reevaluate how close I was with a person if they were like by yeah. the way six months in. But she, it's her reactions are too extreme. So extreme, I feel way too much in my it's opinion. Way too much it's to the like, point where like while I agree with some of it, I'm like I I don't sympathize because you're being insane ridiculous um and then we're with cam who's trying to apologize to maya and he's like please like i'll try harder and she's like you shouldn't have to try at all and it's like a whole dramatic thing and zig is still flirting can i read you my note on this scene because it just made me laugh because you know how sometimes you just gotta jot stuff down real (laughs) quick and it comes out insane Cam is not smooth, and also Prob doesn't want to bang because depression. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, honey, he's just not smooth. (laughs) Um, And then we're with Adam, and he's hiding from Becky Baker behind, like, the sign in front of the school. And Eli is, like, sees him and is like, "Um, so why are we hiding? (laughs) And he's telling him to get a doctor for his nose, too, because it's broken as fuck. Yeah. And he's like... I don't remember. Other, I mean, I'm I'm obviously not a doctor, but other than resetting it, there's not a lot that they can do with a broken nose. Yeah, but he's got to he's got to do something. Um, and then we're with Tori, who's pissed at Maya, and Maya's pissed at Tori, and they're both just being kind of shitty to each yeah. other, basically. Yeah. Also. <laughs> we find out that Tori's talent is doing magic. I love it. 
I love it. Listen, big fan of magic. I love magic. Like, if you, what? If you ever meet me and you want me to be endeared towards you immediately, just do some magic. That's why you like fucking Jess from Gilmore Girls, yeah. isn't it? The clothes hand magic. It's the leather jacket, the literacy, the, the like, literacy. The like, the like. Dean was probably not literate. He was definitely not literate. Dean can't read. Um, <laughs> it was the leather jacket, the literacy. Doesn't read books. The like, doesn't read. Uh, the, cannot read. The, um, the like Although, bad. Oh, wait, he did bond with Rory over like, ew, you're reading Cantor in the Run, or whatever the fuck she's reading in that first episode. It doesn't matter. He still can't read. He fakes it. But yeah, literacy, leather jacket, um, bad boy without any stakes. And uh, close-up magic. (laughs) Those are all the things I look for in a man. I'm just like... Can you pull something from behind my ear? Why would your pageant talent be magic? I'm so confused. Why not? I don't know. I'm like, all right. Tristan's the beautiful assistant. It's all right. I love it. I'm living for it. Okay. And then also, then we do Maya's performance. And I'm like, first of all... Why do we need two guitars for this? Second of all, I don't know if I can tell the difference between the two guitars and what they're doing right now. Nope. Like, she did not She did not need Zig at all for this. No. I, I think, feel like it didn't do anything. I think it would have been better if she did it by herself. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. Uh-huh. Okay. It's weird that she didn't do the, it by herself. Like, I just... Like, with Tristan being up there it's, with Tori makes like, sense, because you need an assistant. Yeah. I feel like if you're gonna bring more people on to help you with your music... You would just bring on in everyone and whisper hug to make it like, it's like you got to do all or nothing. You got to do everybody like a full band or like just you and a guitar. Yeah. You and like some other random guy with a guitar that doesn't even really make a difference seems pointless to me. And yeah. I don't know I what this like is adding. It takes the focus off of her. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, But then we are with Adam who's hiding his nose behind a magazine when his Mom comes down to the basement, but then she immediately finds out about the nose. Also, she knew already because the coach did call her. Yeah, true. But then we're with Marisol, and she's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me, and you withheld this important health information. I thought you were the one person who took me seriously. And then she runs away. Also, I mean, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm just going to take Marisol seriously. <laughs> uh, if you react like this... To this situation I'm just like okay whatever yeah um and then the worst thing ever happens and then they like come off the stage and Maya and fucking Zig kiss and, and Katie fully catches they're that. both into it and I am not yeah we see some Katie side eye and it's like why are we doing this what the fuck is going I didn't I did not expect that to happen I truly did not expect them to kiss I was picking up on like uncomfortable vibes but I was still like hoping it wasn't, but I did not expect that to happen. Um, and then we're back at Adam's house and Audra's going to let him play volleyball. And she's also going to let him start taking medication, AKA tea, or at least start talking about it with a doctor, which is very exciting. It's really exciting. And I, and I understand like the parental being worried about like a big medical change to their child like whether or not it you know I just like yeah. like I, I can sympathize with that but I feel like also now Adam is old enough that she's like you're enough of an adult that you know I mean my parents wouldn't let me pierce my ears until I was 12 like 
Yeah, I think I got my ears pierced when I was for my 12th birthday, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I understand that because she, I feel like Audra has reached a point where she is so fully accepting of Adam and she's trying her best. Yeah. And she has been shitty in the past, but now she's, like, fully in. And I'm wondering if it's also, like, oh, your brother's the dumbest person I've ever met in my life. You are an example of, like, an actual person who can make logical decisions. And I recognize that you are, like, a responsible human being who knows what he wants. And I trust you. Yeah. It's great. I'm I'm glad. <laughs> I'm really glad that she's come around on this. And I think that it's also, like, just really appropriate timing with age yeah. and how much she's grown. Because I think also if she had allowed like if she had pulled the trigger on this too early I think she would have like not been as like helpful and also it's a big change it's a big change everyone I know that's had to start taking teas but it's it's a big change and don't they have to do like I mean I don't know if this is like a debated topic in terms of taking tea but don't you have to like go to counseling for like a year or like Something like that before, or is that not a thing anymore? I think it's, like, state by state. I don't really know. Feel free to tweet at us and correct us on literally all of these things. Yeah. Because everything that we're saying is coming from, like, anecdotal evidence from other people that we know (laughs) that actually have gone through things. So, again. And, um, like, television. (laughs) If if you feel so inclined, we are very open to learning learning and being like being properly informed um, when we get shit wrong yes um but it's exciting that his mom is like let's talk to the doctor and we'll start this process because it's all that adam has wanted hell yeah audra and then we're with katie who's like what the fuck maya what are you doing this is the stupidest thing ever it takes two to kiss tango and katie isn't impressed with how she's just being a terrible friend to Tori right yeah. now. Yeah. She's like, I get that you guys are fighting, but she's your best friend. Yeah. And it is not worth ruining that over a guy that both of you probably won't even be interested in next year. Exactly. I'm like, yes, listen to Katie. Zig is dumb and you're making poor choices. Um, And then <laughs> and then we like go back on stage and it's like the final six or whatever. And... Tori goes first and the guy's like, what is your greatest flaw? And then she starts by being like, I'm too much of a perfectionist or like something like that. And then she's like, wait, no, let me start over. And then she's being honest and she's like, sometimes I like say I don't think before I speak and I can be a bad friend. And she's basically apologizing to Maya and it's very nice. It's really sweet. Very very sincere. And it was really sweet. It's good. And then Maya goes up (laughs) and she says, I'm a huge bitch. I'm a huge bitch. And then runs away. Yep. Which is fair. And then she goes running to Cam and she's like, let's get back together. And I'm like, this, neither of you are healthy enough to be in this relationship. No. And it's clearly just her trying to like squash away anything that she felt about yeah. Zig. And girl, that is not going to help you. No. And then we're with Mo and Marisol. And he's like, I wasn't honest because I was embarrassed. And it's like, please take me back. Whatever. She got, And then she got him a medical alert bracelet and she's like i need to know like that you're safe i need to know what happens if like something bad happens because of this blah 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 which i'm like fine 
this was a nice way to resolve this. Like, yes, he probably should have a medical alert bracelet if he's diabetic. Sure. And he probably should be informed in case something happens. But yeah. it's also his fucking decision to tell you. Yeah, he should be able to tell you on his own terms. And you, like, finding out by snooping in his bag and being dramatic and overreacting and about angry it, about it fuck off. like you can't be angry at someone for not sharing that information you can have your feelings hurt but that's a different issue oh my god anyway and then we're back we're tori and we find out she got miscongeniality. or we're in the cafeteria yeah. we find out tori got miscongeniality, which is nice and cam is like kind of trying more and and zig is super but now mad. there's like Things are really weird with Maya and Zig. And then, like, he's like, hang on, Maya. Like, hang back for a second, like, as they're going to class. And he's like, what's going on? Like, we both felt something. Like, why are you back with Cam? And Maya's like, I can't. And then, like, runs away. And it's very dramatic. And it's like, what the so fuck is going on? Uh, and she runs away from this mess. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, but Spirit Squad Captain... Katie? Katie's kind of the voice of reason in both plots. That's true. Yeah, Katie. Katie's both a good one. Like a and B plots. Katie's a good one. I'm also going to give it to Tori for growing. Miscongeniality. Yeah, sure. Um, Ship? Literally no I one. I don't care. I'm going to friendship the hell out of Tori and Maya. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Um, all right. Grapevine. Uh, so we have a tweet from at April at Mansky who says we're finally getting some clarification on this kiosk situation that Drew works at. <laughs> OK, right. <laughs> yeah. So she says Drew's kiosk sells electronics. The ring came from the Happy Meal Fiona bought him with a girl's toy. There's a royal bank next door where he got the account. Signs in the background. <laughs> thank you. Thank for, you. Thank you for sleuthing for us because. We, you know, we, when you have to take notes, sometimes you miss things when you, like, go to write something I down. Because I, I miss, miss the Happy Meal thing. I miss a bunch of shit. Like, I miss, like, just, like, a lot of visual things. Yeah. Like, if, if they're talking, I hear all of it. Exactly. But half, my head is down for half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We also have a couple emails. First one is from Glenn. And the subject line is, answers to a couple of season 12 questions raised. Hey, Panthers, podcast rocks. Just a couple of items that might resolve some things you said you're confused about. Uh, and never ever, you're wondering where Marisol got the pick of Imogen and her dad in the car. Look carefully at the car scene again, and you can get just a glimpse from inside a car of Marisol snapping the pick through the backside window. Happens right after the car nav says, calculating route. Um, Marisol adding creepy to her bitch resume. <laughs> sabotage oh yeah again where did drew get the engagement ring it's a toy prize from the dq lunch fiona bought him uh degrassi wiki says it's the same that should have given bianca second thoughts if nothing else did eh by the way Seconded. plot character development for black females gets a little better with shay powers and next class glenn so thank you for more clarifications glenn <laughs> Um, and also, thank you for letting us know that hopefully it slightly gets better. Hopefully. Because it's honestly fucking ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. And it's been from day one. Yeah. From day one. Well, day one, there were no black female characters on the show. And then I think Hazel doesn't come until like season two, maybe? Was she season really? two? Right? Was she season two? She might have been season two. Shit. I feel like she was season two. 
Or at because, least halfway through season one. Because I feel like season one, it was like Paige, Ashley, Terry. Trio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, which, it's just fucking insane. Like, they're yeah. so underserved. Like, Degrassi has many flaws, but their biggest, like, fucking, like, affront is how much they underserve female characters of color. And it's probably because they don't have any female uh females of color in their writing room because it's probably fucking Canadian boys club or something. I don't know. I don't know. Or it's just like, it's not something that they thought about like needing to have. But I feel like if they had women of color in their writer's room, these girls would not be so underserved. a thousand percent. Anyway, we have another email from April. um, And it's the subject line is running into the Degrassi cast. Hi, queens. Love your show. I really enjoyed going back and rewatching the series along with you. I watched some of the original Degrassi as a kid when it was on reruns, but watched almost all of Degrassi The Next Generation when it aired live for the first time in Canada. It was kind of a big deal here when it came back. Living in Toronto, it's very easy to run into members of the cast. Over the years, I've seen Snake walking down the street. I'm just going to use their character names. Emma at a burger place, Claire waiting for the train, and I've even served Jake Epstein at a sports bar. What? I've also hung out with Lin Lin Liu, a.k.a. Queen Kwan, on two separate occasions. She's a friend of a friend, but I didn't even recognize her the first time because she looked so young. Also, I heard that my friend used to date Trina, Jimmy's fiance, but I never actually met her. Hope you guys do some kind of fan meetup thing when you visit Toronto, and who knows, some cast members might show up. Thanks for the laughs. I like that you think that we are big enough to be able to have a fan meetup in Toronto. And that cast members would come. Yeah. (laughs) But thank you. That is really awesome. Maybe when we're in Toronto, we'll see some Degrassi people walking around in the wild. I doubt it, but, like, it would be really cool. It would be great. Would love. It would be awesome. I don't think it'll happen. but Probably not. (laughs) If we're nice. talking about it, I mean, it's not going to happen. Listen, the idea of doing a fan meetup is so fun, but also I'm like, we do not have enough no. listeners in like, I mean, I feel like if they were all in the same area, sure thing. Right. But um, everyone's kind of scattered about Everyone is scattered. We have like a handful in New York, some in California, some in Toronto, someone in Saskatchewan. Like, we have like, like a fair amount in Australia. We do I have think. a fair amount in Australia, but not enough to fund us going to uh, Australia. God, it would be so cool. <laughs> Australian listeners, start a grassroots campaign to get our podcast big in Australia so yeah. that we can fund a trip to Australia. <laughs> and then we will do a live show. I, I would love if we did a live show in Australia before we ever did one in New York. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> go to Sydney and be like, this is where we are now. It just made more sense. I mean, honestly, I feel like we have just as many Australian listeners as we do in New York. In New York. Probably. Um, I, yeah, Australia, <laughs> isn't Australia's our, like, second biggest country? Or Maybe. Canada? I, I prob- it's either, it might be Canada, so. But Australia's but, up there. Yeah, Australia might be number three. I can't remember. I don't have, like, the demographics in front of me. Um, but that is all the grapevine that we have. Um, if you would like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. Uh, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave a review, we will make up your own Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And 
if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, my handle is at HollandTacular. I said that in a really weird way. It didn't feel weird. <laughs> um, if you want to follow me, I'm at Sucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the humans? Um, go Just following through on my K-pop exploration into that world, I'm going to recommend the NCT album, um, NCT 2018, Empathy. It's really good. I really like the songs Boss and Baby Don't Stop. And they're all really good, though. So that's what I'm going to recommend. Um, I'm going to recommend a new reality show um, on Netflix. It is called Making It. Um, and it is, it's, I think it's, yeah, it's Netflix. It's either Netflix or Hulu. It might be Hulu. I don't know. Look it up. It's called Making It. <laughs> it's Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. And uh, it's about, yeah. like, like. Just like crafting. I think that's Hulu. I think it is too. I think it's Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's about crafting. And it is. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted to like. I was like. I found it. And I was really excited to binge watch it. And then there were only two episodes Mm -hmm. available. Yeah. So um, my next course of action is. I think that a new one came out since I've watched it last. But it's really, really fun. And like. I cry. Both episodes that I watched. (laughs) I cried. Like, it's just, if you want, like, the gentlest, sweetest, like, everyone's so nice to each other, they get so sad when someone gets eliminated because they're really supportive, and they just, like, they help each other out if someone finishes early. It is gentle and sweet. It's like Great British Bake Off. It is. Like, mentality. It is, except it's, like... Crafting. It's crafting, which I love more than baking, for sure, (laughs) because at least I understand crafting. Baking is, like, huh? And also, it's... Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman who have such great chemistry and they're so funny and they're so like they're really good together so it's just like a really fun show that sounds awesome it's so soothing um all right well that is all that we have for you guys today thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye Panthers bye Panthers